Maestras Perkei Mishneches 5.8 and the last Mishnah Maseches Maestras, I'm sorry to say, but as someone once wisely told me, a lesson for life, don't be sad it's over, be glad that it happened. So we'll enjoy the last Mishnah here. Uh, the Mishnah is talking about um, certain types of specific foods that are exempt from Maestras, and the reason why they're exempt is different. There's two separate lists. The first list is certain types of plants that typically are uncultivated. They grow in the wild, but people don't cultivate them. And that being the case, it can be assumed that if you purchase such food stuff, that it doesn't need to be tied because it doesn't come from Nishmar, from a cultivated field. You recall from the first parak that only food that is uh, cultivated, Nishmar guarded for privately, um, are subject to the tithing requirements. So the mission says, for that first list of four, Shumbal Bechi, garlic that either causes you to cry because it's very, very a certain type of garlic that's so pungent it makes you tear up, um, or the bartender actually gives a second shot that it comes from a certain region in modern day Lebanon, and Balbechi is the name of that region. And Ubatsal Shal Richpa, onions that again either are from a place called Richpa or also that make you, um, your eyes flow with water. Ugrisen hakilkin, beans that come from a place called Kilkia. Um, those beans are quite famous to us in Masechas Nagaim because they grow, essentially they're like square, quite square, and uh, they're used as the measure for the official gris size, like for the size of a nega, etc. Va'adashim hamitrios and Egyptian lentils, those are four that we'll see in a second are going to be treated leniently, um, but there are two other items to the list, according to certain Tanaim. Rabbi Meir, Omer, Rabbi Meir adds the list af ha-karkas, karkas, which is some kind of cabbage, which the Tanakama rejects, because people sometimes call do cultivate it, says Tanakama. Rabbi Yossi, Omer, Rabbi Yossi adds one more to the list, af um Again, kutnim are some kind of lentil, and Rebiosi holds people do not cultivate those, but the Tanakhama says people do occasionally, and therefore um, it's, they don't belong on the list. Um, all those are paturim minha maestras. They're exempt from maestras because, as I said, they're not nishmar, they're not cultivated normally. Again, if you knew for certain that someone had cultivated these species, then they would be subject to tithing requirements. But we're saying it can be presumed that they weren't when you buy them without knowledge. And also says the Mishnah, during the Shemitah year, one has to be afraid of purchasing produce from someone who doesn't observe Shemitah properly. Um, if a person restricts access to his fields, so then the produce growing in those fields become Asr. And therefore there will be a concern if you're purchasing from someone uh, that you're eating forbidden food. However, it can be safely assumed that no one cultivates these things, and rather if someone's selling them, it must be he came across them one way or the other, uh, in the wild. Okay, and therefore, you can purchase them from anybody during the Shemitah year. And it's worth pointing out that uh, in the seventh parak of Shvius, we do say you can't do normal commerce with Shemitah produce, and that being the case, the Gemara and Sukkah and Lamates says that you could purchase only enough for three meals from such a person, and worth also noting is that the purchase money used for purchasing it would have um, Kedusha Shvius, the money also sanctified, um, 
as a side point. Okay, so that's the first list in the Mishnah. The second list in the Mishnah also will have items that are exempt from tithing requirements. But the reason why these are exempt is because uh, they're essentially inedible. So we have different kinds of seeds. Zera lufa elyon, the seeds from, from a luf. Either it means the type of luf called the elyon or it's the upper seeds of the luf plants. Whatever it is, the luf is a kind of um, allium, meaning it's like from the onion family. Alliums include, you know, onions, garlics, chives, shallots, leeks, scallions, etc. So I don't know which one the luf is, to be honest. Um, but uh, whatever it is, those seeds from those plants are inedible, as are zeracratium, the seeds that come from a leek, and zerabitzelum, the seeds that come from an onion, and zeralefes, hutsnonos, the seeds that come from uh, turnips and radishes. All those are considered to be inedible, as are ushar zerunagina, any other literally garden seed. Uh, you'll recall from Masechus Kilaim that Zerunagina, according to the Rambam, that's why I said it back there, um, are any kinds of seeds that you harvest for the sake of planting new crops, but they themselves are inedible. In contrast to um, Kitneos, where you harvest the plants, seeds, to eat them directly, like, you know, peas or rice and so on and so forth. Okay. So all those items, are, are, those kinds of seeds are inedible, they can't be eaten, and therefore, they're exempt from Maestras requirements altogether. And, says the Mishnah, you can purchase such seeds from anybody in the Shemitah year. No one is in the business of cultivating onion seeds, etc., under normal circumstances, and would restrict access. And that being the case, if you purchase from someone these seeds, that's okay. Uh, and actually, in contrast, the first set the money used to purchase these seeds would not have Kedusha Shviyas, since this is not considered food. Um, they don't they don't have Kedusha Shviyas, and therefore the money that is used to purchase them doesn't have Kedusha Shviyas. So that's 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 a difference. truma. Now, the last part of the Mishnah actually is a little bit confusing, because usually the word, the letter Shin as a prefix um, is means that or a consequence. But here it's functioning more like as if it were like a Vav, an And. It's meaning we're adding one more... Th- item of note, which is truma, even were it the case that the onions from which these onion seeds or the leeks from which these leek seeds came uh, were truma. So the normal rule is, you recall from Masechus Truma not long ago, that um, truma truma. if one illegally plants truma, what grows out of the ground also has the status of truma, but that does not apply to the seeds which are inedible. So that's what it says here. Even if you had gotten these seeds from a plant which itself was truma and illegally planted, they themselves can be eaten even by a non-Kohen. Again, the point of this list is they're basically inedible foods. And that's why they're exempt from tithing and they don't have restrictions in Shemitah year. But if times are so tough, I guess, that you're eating these seeds, so then one can eat them and they don't have Kedusha Shviyas, excuse me, they also know Kedusha Shviyas, but they don't know Kedusha as, a, as Truma because the Chazal's rule that Kedule Truma Truma didn't apply to things that are inedible, such as Zero Nagina, seeds that you can't eat. And with that, Salik Maseches Maestras, we come to the end of Maseches Maestras, Baruch Hashem, and Be'ez Hashem, we will start next Maseches Maestrasheni.